Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Late Night Party, boys. Uh, this week on the show we had Matthew Vaughan and something pretty interesting and funny happened after we did the show. Um, yeah, basically what happened is, so in one of his dot points he mentioned a certain uh, celebrity that he accidentally insulted at his TV premiere and then realised that he would be working with that said celebrity uh, the very next week. And so... And we, and we latched on very hard to that we, in our party script where we wrote yeah, for him. Yeah, you'll listen to this and be like, oh, wow, if I'm that guy, I'm never working with this guy again. He'll <laughs> never work another day in this industry. Uh, and, yeah, you can understand uh, how he would have been a little bit terrified. So... Uh, we had to go ahead and just dub over. We had to dub over some... You barely noticed. Yeah, you barely notice any of it. We had to... Dub over with a replacement celebrity, so uh, this guy could still keep his job. Exactly. You won't even notice. We'll be it was seamless. Well, anyway, enjoy the show. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Some air horns. That'll sound awesome in when it, when it's all touched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Welcome back to Late Night Party Boys. I'm Damien Vosk. I'm Ross Parody. And today on the show we have Matthew Vaughan. Matthew Vaughan. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're very, very welcome. So I haven't. This is my first time meeting you. I haven't met you before, but I understand uh, you've had Ross in one of your sketches before, and you've known each other for quite some time now. Uh, yeah, we, we go way back. We go way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, our uni days. Uni days? Yeah. yeah. When, when you never went to uni, Ross. <laughs> we studied um, fashion accounting. It's important to keep those yeah. books in check. Sometimes those little sweatshop workers try to diddle you, yeah. and when they do, you need... Yeah, yeah, yeah. To... you got to go ahead and diddle them. Yeah, that's, that's that what you what do. That was what we were taught, right, Matt? I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, so this is like this is how it happens. Lots of awkward silences. Yeah. Lots of like, the, not as many pedophile jokes usually. Like yeah. first up, usually we warm up to those. Um, your, your podcast must be going well if uh, you're already re- reach uh, getting like a no name dredge like me in. God. <laughs> no, like, hey, you have a name. You're, it's you're, you've, you've got born. a name. You, yeah. You've got a longer name than anyone else we've had on this podcast. <laughs> More syllables. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yes, tell us about yourself. Uh, you've been in... Um, Ross said you've been you're, a pretty you're cool... You're a writer, you're an actor. How did you get started in writer? Can, writer. Uh, in writer. How did you get started in writer? In you're a writer, writer by trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. So, uh, um, I actually went to... Uh, did professional screenwriting at this... Uh, this college we're at right now, yeah. at RMIT. So they, that oh, I don't know, ten years ago I finished there. Got got a few gigs on uh, uh, writing for some awful sketch shows and some uh, name names. <laughs> Come on, you can throw them under the name bus. Name names, uh, as long as they're so not on air anymore, and it's no, Australian it's TV, like, so um, they're not on air after the first season. The Wedge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I wrote I wrote um, for a comedian who isn't. Impersonator. Impersonator. Uh, uh, yeah. Who, um, who, who, who? There's not many that impersonate. <laughs> that narrows uh, it down, but I still cannot guess who it is. And then I, um, yeah, and then uh, my my writing partner and I started making our own stuff, and uh, we, um, that sort of led to uh, Lost Dog, which is probably where you you, oh, you cool. first. Um, yeah, yeah, that's how. Us. That's how yeah. I first. Um, stumbled upon it on channel 31 that's right yeah it was like a um it was a selection of a sort of mini shows um and uh we, yeah it was on channel 31 and then online it was like the, the shows would we, we separated the shows and uh, we we had a few shows on there and we um yeah yeah and yeah. so i've been yeah with that it's doing some acting and some producing but i'm mo- mostly a, a, a screenwriter yeah. um i was in uh Classic Blues, which uh, you oh. were, were you in, Russ? Were you an extra in that? I was not an extra no. in that. I you, think I contri- yeah. contributed a little bit to the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. How was that when you uh, first uh, saw the film? That was a. Pr- I, I saw the film at a, like a cast and crew screening, and yeah. it was definitely like. It's definitely stuck with me. Some of the, imi- <laughs> some of the imagery in yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Russ was telling me about it on the way here because I'm just like, oh, tell me more about, like, you know, kind of stuff we'll talk about. And. It, I I want to see it now because it just sounds so insane, like the like the 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 cat lady murder, uh, like not yeah, not yeah. Mur- no the yeah it's yeah apparently you, you you talk about being scarred from the the um, film and and imagine doing it it's <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you acted it yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like you had to stick with it for how long did that take to f- uh, like film because it's like a it was, we filmed it over six months but mm. it, it was about thirty days. Yeah, because it's like an indie yeah. like thing you have yeah. to find. Yet. Yeah. So uh, you play a crazy person. I, I play right? a, You yeah, play right. a crazy person. How did you get into character? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to be crazy when you're in this industry. Most of us are pretty straight-laced squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing comedy or acting. Very stable people. Very stable, very stable people, very well-balanced lives. Uh, I followed um, uh, Ross Purdy's uh, Facebook feed. Oh, that's a basic character on that. It's a good start. <laughs> it's about right. When I saw the film, I'm like, I really relate to this Catman character. This guy better not have been based off me, or my lawyers are going to contact their lawyers. Yeah. Um, it's like they got a camera and followed me around. <laughs> when you see the film, you'll be just like, no, I do not want to work with Ross again. Oh, I've, I'm sure I've seen yeah, worse. Yeah. I've, He's fucking seen me do weird. Not like what's happened in this film. I don't, not full on psychotic murder, but it got banned in uh, New Zealand. Really? Did it? <laughs> Isn't New Zealand pretty open, pretty liberal? It's, it's, not, it's for some reason uh, it was released as a 
that had an MA rating. Oh, well, there's, oh, there's in, your in problem. Australia, in Australia, but I don't know if uh, the censors uh, watched the film. <laughs> in New Zealand, it, they just didn't. They don't. Oh, in New Zealand, they obviously did. But in, they in did. Australia, it got an yeah. MA over here. Yeah, That's MA. weird because yeah. aren't they usually like harder on like Australian indie films or something? Oh, yeah. I, and considering there's, there's a bit of sort of. Um, Sexual violence in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what was it rated in New Zealand? It didn't get it rated. Nothing. It would have been yeah. rated because they're yeah, like, we're not, not going to play this. Why would this? they ban it? Uh, That's it's such pretty, censorship. It's pretty. It's pretty full on. And uh, mm. um, yeah, I, it's. It's it's not not one you would show your kids. Yeah, I'll show my kids, but like I don't have <laughs> yeah, any kids, yeah. so uh, you, show, you, you have show those the kids. That you, you got are. those ones in your basement. Yeah. You could show them. <laughs> We've got the pedophile jokes starting yeah, up. We've got the kids in the basement jokes starting up. I blame you, man. He doesn't bring- do anything to the kids for the record. He just shows them movies. Like Catsick Blues, yeah. uh, Mr. McGoran's Wonder Emporium. Just all the really full-on <laughs> <Just> violent <laughs> films. Yeah, that, Is that a violent film? That's, a, that's actually it? the inspiration for Catsick Blues. <laughs> that, that and Minions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, if you're going to keep someone captive, you give them, like, the polar opposites and they're just off balance. Like, <laughs> then they just... Then you show them, like, a really nice family film, yeah. then something traumatic, and eventually they won't know which is which. Yeah, that's good parenting advice. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Just balance them out. Yeah. Parenting um, advice, you show a really, 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 like, Disney film, then you show them, like, a snuff film afterwards. The Human Centipede. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, did you do anything preparation for the role? Because like it is pretty insane. Um, uh, I just learnt my lines. Just learnt your lines. Just learnt your lines. It's a good I, start. I uh, just uh, w- w- we we uh, re- rehearsed a bunch. Yeah. And, but um, I just thought about uh, the the sort of the psychos that I've come across mm. in my life, and just tried to tried to um, just just think about you know just just how they act and how they talk and you know and like this one particular kid I knew who used to say the most awful violent shit yeah and like it's just it's deadpan way and I just thought like uh, those I'm people gonna, yeah those and people you have like messed up conversations with them and they're just like deadpan and yeah like, and they just drop in like you know oh and then I um shot my cat you know <laughs> and it's like what go back go back and, <laughs> just, like, and then yeah yeah it was a family pet oh yeah she's uh, like what are you talking about? You know, it's like that's the stuff that... That makes it better. That it was yeah. a family pet that was yeah. shot. It was my cat. It's fine, guys. <laughs> Look, yeah. it was fine. It yeah. was my They're pet. possessions under the law and I can break them <laughs> if I want. Look, uh, it's just what we do in our family. We get pets, we shoot them, you know, skin them alive. <laughs> where they... Where they... So, um... Is, it, is that what your family does? Is it, yeah, that's yeah, a Purdy that family you, yeah. tradition. <laughs> we get pets. Purdy family sc- tradition. <laughs> yeah. Every Christmas. Oh, boy, our Christmases are wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's largely taxidermy on the on the dining table. That's Like amateur DIY taxidermy. Yeah. You get your hands pretty bloody. And there's, there's cat legs going places where cat legs don't usually go. More abstract taxidermy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, being in a writer's room for a sketch oh. show, like it's one of the things I've always like kind of dreamed of. What what is it like? Um, so that that particular, I was, I worked, did like sort of mentorship, a uh, mentorship, um, an internship there. Yeah. And then then I was on like the second season. Um, I think I was only there for one day, 
my my writing partner there was there for a, a few more days. She had a, she has a great story. She got to write with Stephen Vizard. Um, oh, I was on set with him yeah. last week actually, yeah. and uh, it was just it was just funny because like. I don't. I guess the younger people don't know anything about yeah, him. I'm like, yeah. no, nah, he's, he's a lawyer turned comic. Like yeah, I did law. Yeah. I like feel like he's my brethren. Yeah. Also, he committed a bunch of white collar crime, <laughs> and he was he got caught by ASIC. And everyone's like, how do you know all this stuff? I'm like, yeah. you know, if you read the paper, you know this. Yeah, in his office, it was like floor to ceiling pictures of cows, like framed cows. Cows? <laughs> yeah. is, this, is this a bit that got out of hand? <laughs> no, no, it was his office and then like he had this massive sort of oak, oak desk where he sat at, in like his sort of tiny shorts with his, he's a, he's a tall, very tall guy. Yeah, he is, he's quite, and, quite uh, tall. Eating, eating bowls of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> was this like... You gotta get it, so tall okay, by so, eating bowls of spaghetti. Okay, so you... So you're, you're saying it like he did it every day. <laughs> you're saying it's like a bowl of spaghetti every day. day every meal, not, every snack. I'm not sure. I mean, that was his office. That wasn't the right Was it just room. the one day you were there, you saw him eating spaghetti, I'm like, this guy eats spaghetti all the time. <laughs> um, but the, the writer's room, like, it was weird because I was paired off with, usually a writer was paired off with, like, a performer. So, like, a writer was paired off with um, Rebel Wilson or yeah. um, Jason Gann. And I remember, like, and... Um, I remember Jason Gann and Rebel Wilson were talking about like, oh, you know, we got we got agents. We're gonna make it in Hollywood, you know, and when and when, like Greta and I, just that, that's my yeah. partner. Like after we're just like, that's not gonna happen. And then like a couple. And then of years now later, look at her now. She's she's uh you know, just like, killing it. Yeah. You're still on. You're still on terms with her. You're like, hey, no, uh, Rebel. No, I don't think. <laughs> hey, Rebel Wilson. Know. Remember me? Just uh, you on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel. Yeah, yeah. Did you Did you write with her at all? No. Or no? no. We We were just writing bits for. Well, sort of like um, so they would be filming. Filming scenes where, mm. uh, you know, so just say they're in an office and they say, okay, we need more more sketches in an office so we can. We've got that location for a day. Yeah, I think so. We'll we'll write in those sort of sketches that would fit in other locations. We won't write in for anyway. That's that that was Do pretty. It was pretty amazing experience. Yeah, it was pretty be. awful as well. <laughs> uh, just because like the shows, it's not. It's it's awful. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there was, there was twenty nine writers and it was about that many producers as well. So oh my god! Of, like that's a lot so of a lot of crap you need to get your stuff through to oh, get yeah, there. Yeah, it's just a lot of uh, you know. Lo- it, there's not a singular vision. You know, oh, so it's just that's like, insane. Yeah, so um, the more people involved, the more difficult yeah. things become. Yeah, They're, like conversely, you must be pretty happy, like just producing your own stuff now and writing your own stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, it's great, and that's that's one of the reasons why we started making our own stuff is because we wanted creative control, yeah, and and just and to like, do things your way. Yeah, and we I remember we wrote a sketch about um, for the wedge, like about it was like Bono as a as a dog. <laughs> was it Bono? Bo- Bono. Yeah. Oh, it was. <laughs> um, but we also wrote we wrote like a, a few sketches about like a, a lady who mistakes a, a, a jockey for a baby, right? <laughs> it was called, called a t- tiny jockey sketch or something. A tiny the, the the baby baby jockey or something like that. And we were we were standing at the coffee machine and um, just waiting for our sketches to, mm. to print out. And then uh, like we heard some of the producers. Oh, what do you think of that? Uh, what do you think of that jockey sketch? Yeah, I don't, don't know. 
that's not going to go to air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. hear them brutally taking it. Like, okay, were any of the producers? Did any of them have a comedy background, or were they just? Oh yeah, yeah, they were. Um, so the half of the people were from like from comedy company oh yeah yeah those guys full frontal oh yeah okay yeah because let's just keep the guys from the 80s gotta recycle the hits yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. if it worked in the 80s it'll work 30 years 20 30 years later so that kind of style Mm. that's what the word was like catchphrases ah so they're trying to just revive that yeah yeah yeah. that was very much like oh here's a bunch of characters here they have like maybe one or two quirks let's drive it into the ground oh good thing is though like I mean the most successful sort of sketch comedy the last few years I reckon probably Fancy Boy like they like they actually got a sketch show up and it was kind of like their vision and it was different and kind of worked it was which is kind of like you know saving grace of Australian comedy yeah because it wasn't that um but then you have um that other sketch show that was terrible that came out pretty recently it rhymes with Bourbon Blather oh yeah but I think that I, I've I had a lot of friends on that one as well, and they sort of said it was the same situation as kind of like what happened on the wedge. There was just yeah. too many people with different perspectives yeah. and not one singular vision. Yeah. And they had, had they also had a big writing team that kept getting smaller and smaller as it yeah. went on. I mean, it's yeah, it's it was a it was a good experience, and um, yeah, we're still writing. We're still writing on on shows and stuff. And awesome. What what shows are you writing on at the moment? We got we got we're working on. Um, Jar Dwellers, which is a kids' uh, animated series, yeah. and uh, we got a show in development at ABC, just like a kids' live-action series. Um, but yeah, uh, it's taken a long time to uh, uh, earn a, earn enough money to live off from from writing. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, you talk, you go, you do go from like kind of weirder out there sort of comedy, uh, yeah. and you're talking about like going on writing kids' shows and stuff. Do you see yourself more as just like a writer with a particular style or just like I'm a writer I just write like I whatever it, style whatever you know <laughs> I think like because it's so so there's not a lot of work yeah, so, so you have to adapt yeah yeah, yeah. I mean last year um, I, we wrote for, we wrote like a political thriller which is coming out later mm. in the year yeah, as a cool. feature um, and it's like you kind of have to adapt otherwise you don't get work you know <laughs> yeah like, look yeah. sometimes I play a murderous psycho killer yeah. other times I just write kid shows yeah. I'm just like I'll entertain your kids but I'll also <laughs> I'll say strangle your mother <laughs> like, yeah. just whatever you need from me I'll do it yeah I'm just waiting for one day where it's just like what, why is that person writing for that show <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but this guy yeah. this 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 I can't do a New Zealand accent. I wanted to, this guy who wrote my children's show. That's that's, that's more. <laughs> he's, oh, this this guy, this sicko. I watched him at the classification board. We can't have him influencing our children. It's disgusting. It's an outrage. Oh, that's the worst accent I've ever done. Oh, come on. It was like don't, South don't African. It was like some weird blend. I'm sorry. To guys. be fair, that's how most people's Kiwi accents end up going. That's true. It's so true. I think I can't. You're like everyone else. I'm just like everyone. You're like else. everyone else. You're not special. Thanks, thank That's you, Ross. True. Thank you for reminding me every <laughs> podcast. I'm not special. <laughs> Keeps me humble. Like <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Um, He's your sponsor for today. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is our sponsor. Yeah. Okay, I got an ad read right here. Okay. From DJ Khaled. Here we go. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm typing into my laptop, but. Acting as if I actually have something written down, but I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just really committed to the bit. So, no. DJ Khaled, boy, if you love 
a guy sampling his himself saying his own name over and over again. Boy, <laughs> you'll love DJ Khaled. Go to DJ Khaled's DJ Khaled store where you can get all the DJ Khaled you can get. <laughs> and Matt, what do you think of DJ Khaled? Um, who is it? DJ Khaled. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I see him. Yeah, I know who it is. I was joking. Yeah, uh, uh, he's he's probably the 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 best DJ. In, uh, with the name Khaled yeah, in the world, oh, yeah. undoubtedly so. De- yeah. De- definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, this this podcast is also again about partying, about the party boys in the industry. You know, party boys. Party boys. <laughs> we are the party Line, boys of Melbourne lines comedy. Of co- lines of coke, yeah. hookers, yeah, whatever else people who do parties do. Cry, um, cry, <laughs> cry. cry. Um, That's a big cry one. because of the emptiness of our own lives. True. Yeah. yeah. Usually, I just. Make a fool of myself. And so, every party experience with uh, parties. Alcohol. When did you start drinking? Mm-hmm. When, when did I start yeah. drinking? What today or ah uh, today no, or um, just in general? Uh, uh, I, I don't I don't know. Um, when I was a teenager, I guess. Yeah, but um, uh, is that is that the question? When did I start drinking? Yeah, that's this is how it starts. Yeah, alcohol. This is actually an intervention. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is actually a covert. Yeah, a covert AA meeting. This yeah, is, your wife put us up to this, and she was like, "He needs to right. stop." I mean, I mean, this is this is getting a bit too too uh, real. So, <laughs> I, um, it's a problem. <laughs> We're also sponsored by AA. Um, DJ Khaled, AA. We've got all the sponsors <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, um, yeah uh, pa- parties, parties. Um, yeah, as I said, we, we uh, I, I, um, make, make a fool of myself often. Just uh, like uh, when, when, when you asked, hey, do you have any memorable party stories? I, I started uh, thinking about <laughs> It's just like I, I had a list. A and list. So really, it was just like, I am, I am an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, there was a, a time where I, I was at this, I was at this party. It was like a house, a friend, who um, he had a, a housewarming, right? And I took a, a yo-yo, right? <laughs> and just like, and he came up to me and I said, oh, I got this yo-yo in case this party. Uh, is really boring. Right? <laughs> I, uh, the sa- like, like the saddest backup plan, like <laughs> used in a corner just with the yo-yo, being like, suck shit, boring uh, bastard. Yeah, Die for plan B, get the and yo-yo. Like, he was kind of, he was kind of like, for a moment in my life, for about six months, he was like a, a nemesis of mine. He was taller, skinnier, and weirder than me. Right? <laughs> and, and, and he got like what, really... How did he, how did he out yo-yo? Did he just have no, a no, Rubik's Cube no, in the corner? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, he started, you know, I, I thought oh, that that would be a funny thing to say, but he took it really serious and just like stormed away, right? <laughs> and then later in the night, he came back to me and I, and uh, I, I must have, he goes, he, you know, I was playing with you. And he goes, you're not even good at it. Because like, <laughs> I had a few drinks. Uh, my, my competitive, like, uh, this just kicked in. And I'm Jesus. like, yes, I am. I am good at it. And I just kept on like, Trying to try to yo-yo, but because I was drunk, I couldn't do it. Oh, and he's no. just laughing at me. And my my, 
my girlfriend, who's now my wife, is just like, oh, we, we have to go. We're going. And I'm like, I'm not Jesus. leaving until I Wait, know you're old, right. How old were you at this party? This is integral. Like, because if you were 10 or 12, like, <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, yo, yo, could be a fun plan B. Uh, 27, 28. Okay. Probably. There's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the clincher. Yep. There's, a, there's a problem there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's pretty much uh, uh, what, 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 what party in with me is like I once had a clapping competition what? with a friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> man uh, yeah. you were not overstating uh, we were, the weirdness but my friend we, we were around it was, you know we just started clapping and I, I can clap really loud and he's like clapping along and then like everybody gathered around us and like just started cheering like, looks like, like we got ourselves <laughs> a, looks like we got ourselves an old fashioned uh, clap off it's just insane <laughs> and like his face my friend's face was just going red and like um, you know it's like I can't clap so, much longer <laughs> it was so intense yeah. So boy, like, this boy can kind of clap. <laughs> I've seen some clappers in my time, but gee whiz, I got I got twenty bucks on the man with the red face. <laughs> oh boy, I, I won by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not going to clap here. This is so, we'll, do it, do we'll it. Like, Prove your clapping credentials. All right, all right. Uh, away from the mic, away from the mic. He's clapping loudly. Wow, he is clapping loudly. Oh that, wow, that is very loud. Loud clap. All right. I reckon I can do louder. Hey, I can do louder. Yeah, now I'm joining uh, in. This is terrible <laughs> podcasting. All right, this is just ruining our listeners' hearing. For, <laughs> for, uh, please don't listen to this. I oh, should do this in retrospect, like tell, warning them not to yeah. listen to it. It's too late if they've already listened this far. Yeah. Their eardrums are do permanently damaged. Do a reverse damaged. content warning. Yeah, we'll do one of those. Cl- an intro. <laughs> do an intro. Make a town. <laughs> loud, surprising noises. Yeah. Contains loud clapping. Or a clap off. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for, for Ross's yeah. rapid fire questions. Yeah, it's a new oh, segment we're trying. Cool. Ross's yeah. rapid fire questions. He's uh he's gonna yell some questions at you, and you just yeah. need to answer them as quickly and as honestly as possible. Need to get a feel for what type of party boy you are, Matt. Yes. So here we go. Yes. Quick round of questions. Pinger or singer? What's a pinger? You just need to an answer. There's singer, no. T- singer. He's a singer. No, I'm not a singer. He's a singer. Must be a pinger. So okay, a ping- he's a pinger. So you take pingers at parties? No, I don't do that. So oh, I just vote for singer. He's singer. a singer. So he's a singer. He's a singer who takes pingers. All right. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Ed Sheeran. Is he a fuckboy? Yes or no? Uh, he probably is a fuckboy. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, that song. He's got a lot of songs. Got a lot of songs Back about girls. About how he likes to fuck. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy who likes to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you're at a party and they're playing music, what 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 do you consider music style? You consider yourself to be of? Uh, you, do you like a bit of like Bill Jolman or do you like a bit of Bobby Palmer? Bill Jolman. Bill Jolman. Bill Jolman boy. P- piano boy. Um, we didn't start the fire, boy. Billy Joel. Bill Bill Jolman. Bill Jolman. Um, I would. What was the other one? Uh, Robert Palmer. Bobby Palmer. Yeah. Bobby Palmer. I'd probably say uh, uh, Bobby Palmer. So you got a bad case of Bobby Palmer, eh? Oh, hey. Hey. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably get down to that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, you can't, you can't dance to the piano, man. <laughs> you could. I've tried. 
It's very difficult. <laughs> You're trying right now. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. I'm trying yeah. to dance in my seat right now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... What's the lyrics to that song again? I'm Bill Jolman, I'm a huge shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm much better than everybody here at this bar. Why aren't I more famous? Uh, it's pretty much captured the essence of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I play the piano. Is it? Is that? Is, is, and that's. The yeah, whole song yeah. is like, oh, all these drunk assholes come here, they hear me play piano, and I make their lives much better because I'm so fucking great. I'm Bill Jolman. <laughs> yeah. I've changed my mind. I'm the Bill, uh, Bill Jolman man. <laughs> okay, all right. about that song. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, only the good die young. Oh, come on, baby. I want to fuck you. Stop, stop, stop with this prudish shit. You know, stop being so Catholic and shit. Fucking, I want to fuck you. Stop being a virgin. That's the whole song. Only the good day. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt. Stop being brutish. <laughs> Let me fuck you. Come yeah. on. Stop being all Catholic. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Uh, next question. Last, last question. Last question. Last question. So there's only three questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rapid fire. It's rapid fire. We should have been, been churning through fire. these. <laughs> rapid fire. Oh, it's been so, a... You need to work on this. Go, so... Go. It's a new segment. Working at the Kings. We're working, working at the, the Kings. So, uh, when you on the D floor at a yeah. party, yes. D so aggressively. Yeah. You take a vodka swiggy, yeah. and you get your pants down because okay. you really want to get the ladies' attention. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's what the? What particular nightclub do you like to do this in? Are you a revolver boy? Are you like a um QBH? QBH. Millennium. Millennium. Um. Pillennium. With all the pills you take, Matt, look at you. You're a boy. You're a boy. You, you're a pinger. Yeah, I'm, you got me. You, you could have been me. saying anything, and we wouldn't have known the clubs. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those clubs probably don't exist anymore. Oh, <laughs> club sandwich. Uh, club sandwich. Yeah, yep. that'd be a that good, good, good. That'd be a good name for name. a club. Yeah. Club sandwich. Yeah. Let's go to club sandwich, mm, guys. Be a better name for a sandwich. I, yeah. was, I got kicked out of the, a couple of clubs. Were you just okay? in the corner with the yo-yo? <laughs> like, was, this yeah, guy's bumming us out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy with the yo-yo. Yo -yo. He keeps requesting Bill Jolman. Yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah, Bill Jolman. It's like who the fuck's Bill Jolman? No, we're not playing Bill Jolman. Uh, no, I. Uh, I was really, really uh, wasted, and um, this goes back to our intervention before, <laughs> and, and I uh, passed out in front of the, a bouncer. Oh, and, yeah, that'll do it. And, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm okay, you just passed out. No, no, I'm good, I'm just, and then he just uh, sent me outside. I had to wait hours for my friends to finish. Oh. Yeah. And another time I accidentally spat drink on someone. And, um, were you, over, over, were you over, laughing? Over or the you? edge of the... Uh, uh, you know, um, it was like a third level kind of thing, and drink fell down on me. Oh. How did they pinpoint <laughs> you? Uh, I'm sorry, no, we were I, we did get kicked out. I I fled. <laughs> <laughs> I fled because uh, I spat on this man. He <laughs> looks tough. <laughs> we gotta leave. <laughs> I have to run and never look back. As, Change as, my name. As I was sitting there with my uh, with my friends, like I said, uh, we gotta we gotta go. I just see like these big, big burly guys come up the staircase and up, and I'm like, and we quickly sat down next to these girls just to, to just to hide ourselves, and then, <laughs> and then, um, 
I said, oh, we got to go. And we just, we just ran. It was, it was pretty much like train spotting. Like <laughs> <laughs> we ran and we, yeah, and we hid in an alleyway. And, uh, Did heroin, just like train spotting. Just, just like, like train spotting, yeah. <laughs> Did a sequel much years later, like train spotting. Yeah. <laughs> Spat on yeah. someone several years later, yeah. just for yeah. old time's sake. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that probably brings us to the the story part of it. The story um, that you've uh, given you, us. Yeah, you, when you gave us, you gave us five dot points. Yes. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty good story as far as the ones we've had. This is so you broke up with a long term girlfriend for another lady. Guilt left self loathing, which led to acts of patheticness, crying, swearing yourself to sleep, insulting Taylor Swift at the launch of his TV show, and graffitiing a cop car. Uh, the cop car story began at a workmate's party. Uh, you're playing Goon of Fortune, which is goon bags tied to a hill's hoist and swing it around. Um, you had a so the third one you had a bad lifting a habit of lifting and carrying your friends at parties. Um, you lifted up one of your passed out friends. He you've dropped him and he was left bleeding. You found a permanent marker on the floor and just took that instead of tending to the bleeding man. Uh, on your walk <laughs> to the girlfriend's house, stumbled past the police station, so and you took the opportunity to use a stolen marker and test out a police brutality joke. And you wrote Great on opportunity the car. to do that. <laughs> and then um, you spend the rest of the night crying and vomiting in your girlfriend's bathroom, begging her not to leave you. It's a lot of crying and vomiting in your stories. That, there you um, go. That, when you read it back like that... Um, I am a pathetic person, and <laughs> I, I apologise to my friends and my family and the rest of Australia for these acts of uh, patheticness. Don't. You lived, you learned, you it's, partied. It's no wonder, like, every night I wake... I can't go to sleep because of how... <laughs> how um, what, I, I am a shit man. <laughs> I am a shit well, man. Tell us how. Tell us how the night went down. Tell us all the nitty-gritty details, and then we'll tell you our interpretation of that okay. night. <laughs> that was a that was a pretty good sum up what what, what you uh, read out. Hmm. So um, uh, yeah. So I went to a party. Um, I was in a bad bad state, in a bad state, and uh, I got drunk to uh, I I guess it's kind of like self-destructive behaviour, I guess. And then uh, we were playing Goon of Fortune which is uh, for those people who are playing at home, is a <laughs> goon, goon bags tied to a clothesline, spin it round. When it stops on you, you take a, take a swig. Right? Are there any other rules? No. It's, it's a drinking game. How, long, drinking do, how game. long do you drink? Until you, like, fall down. Or like, vomit and pass until out, you, yeah. Until yeah. you graffiti on a cop car. That's, that's when you... That's, yeah. that's when the game ends. Yeah. Well, I'm graffitied on a cop car. Stop yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just want to clarify, this is a, this is a tour story, okay? <laughs> and so if, if there are any uh, police, police are listening to this, uh, this is definitely not true. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so how, why, why, so the breakup, uh, start uh, with the breakup. Like uh, why, no, oh, why'd okay. you break up? Why? <laughs> why'd you, why'd you oh, do man. it? Oh, okay. This is, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I um, found someone who was uh, better suited. Is is probably the diplomatic uh, uh, response to that. In what way? Don't be diplomatic. Um, we uh, she, she laughed at my jokes. 
that's a big day. one. Yeah, that's big that's one. a good one. Um, uh, she was also into in, into comedy and writing, and mm. uh, and uh, we just worked better. Okay, and that that that's. <laughs> and it didn't work <laughs> out in the end. No, oh, I married her. Oh no! I mean, I, I mean the one I, you because oh, you. I left. I left someone for someone else. Uh, I reckon we gravely yeah. misinterpreted yeah. that point. Maybe so when we you misinterpreted read that. That's right. It doesn't matter. This this is a work of fiction that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's only based, based on a true story. Based, just, yeah, yeah, based. We yeah. took yeah. license. Yeah. yeah. Ah, so, ah, so, wait. You ended, but you begged that girl to no, take no, you no, back no, at the end no, of the no, night. We're so no, guilty no, about no, breaking no, up sorry. with the other. They're like, oh no, no, no if no, I break up, what? That, oh, me. Sorry. Um, I went. The 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 lady who I returned to that evening was my my. My current girlfriend, my my, my my wife, right now, my, my oh. beautiful wife. Well, that worked out. And it worked out, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but so did you? Now this is where the confusion is. So did you leave her originally at the night, or you left no, someone no, else? She was at home. Was, she was, was at home, was and you were just off. Yeah, yeah. So you were just was begging her to go out with you. No, no. no? That's, that's there was a breakup. Good. There was a breakup happened like the months before. That was just like uh, uh, me dealing with uh, being. An awful person. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll misinterpret that. To but be that's fair, fine. I think a couple of days ago I thought in my head um, we might have gravely misinterpreted that, but then I thought that's uh, fine. I don't. We'll I don't roll know. with it. Yeah. Still makes sense. And yeah. This, and this is why I have a career as a writer because of clarity, um, <laughs> obviously, and and uh, the, the the my storytelling ability, obviously. Um, to get back to the story, I yeah got drunk. I uh, tried to carry my friend upstairs to, to put him to bed because he was also drunk, but I dropped him. Um, and I tend to carry people because it makes me feel feel uh, bigger. <laughs> big, big strong man. Big, big strong boy. Yeah, big strong, big strong boy. boy. Pick up pick up my friends and, and uh, show them to, to make him feel little, you know? And, uh, <laughs> hey, little man, look <laughs> at me. Yeah, I yeah. grab you up. And I, um, Does it work? Does it work? Uh, the feeling of... Uh, being a bigger person than someone else, and uh, no, it doesn't. It's just, <laughs> it's, it, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I dropped him. I saw a marker on the ground, and I thought, oh, I'll just take that. And then on the way, on the walk home, I was past a police station. I saw a, a police car, and I um, scribbled on it. And it may have been just like a, because I was drunk and my mate, and I'm left-handed, so I just yeah. it could have just been all all, all smudged, all smudged across. You know? What was the joke? Do you still remember it? Uh, okay. Um, what's the What's the hardest thing about witnessing police brutality? Oh. My penis. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote that on a cop car. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I didn't. Yes, that that's yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, in yeah. this uh, in very this fictional story, yeah, 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 you definitely wrote that <laughs> yeah. on a cop car. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good joke though. Right? Great, great joke, great misdirection. No, we did not. No, no, no. You can use that in your um, next show. Right? <laughs> next uh, comedy festival. I mean, worst thing about witnessing police brutality: my penis. That's it. Fair that's yeah. how you deal with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that weird Borat thing everyone does. No, no, so, no. It's not worst. The hardest thing. The hardest thing. Yeah. You need that's hardest. Important, mate. You need it's hardest. About, <laughs> yeah, key. yeah. Comedy is about like economy know, of language and the language you use. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, 
So how'd you how'd you install Taylor Swift at his launch party oh. as well? Because we we latched onto that pretty. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> like as soon as you name drop someone, look, oh, we're God. gonna we're gonna jump on it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we got it. We got to know any it. specific. You know this in the biz. You give us the you give us a little taste. We're gonna we're gonna okay, take a nibble. Okay. Um, we so he had a um a short briefly he was he had a show called Mad Men. It was kind of like uh, a daily show. Right. Colbert Report type uh, mm. show, um, I, and I went to the launch, like the pilot episode. It was live as well. Yeah. Okay. And um, he had an after party afterwards, and it's not like I was invited to the show or the after oh. party. I went. Were went you friends with a friend? No. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not after this, at least. And, uh, I got because um, you know, John Ham. He was also on that episode, and his his part he he interviewed. It was like a sort of. Uh, between the ferns type interview with yeah, uh, yeah. that other guy from Mad Men that isn't John Ham. Oh, right. cool! And um, and that was the that was the best part of the show. That was the funniest part, right? And mm. um, I was talking to uh, I was talking. I spoke to that other guy from Mad Men that isn't John Ham. A couple of uh, times through the night, and then like John Ham came up to us, right? And um, he was just saying, "Ah, oh, you know, you're really great." And then I just like blurted in. I just said, "Yeah, he was the best part of the show, right?" Uh, <laughs> and uh, John Ham. His head just turned like squinted, oh. <laughs> and he just like like just gave me this uh, death stare, right? And um, it was just like, "What?" It was basically, "I'm gonna strangle you if you don't Jesus. shut the fuck up." Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am, motherfucker. Like, I was I'm in Mad Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, um, and I, I, I'm a, I was a fan of Mad Men, and mm. I didn't say anything further. I just like I, I, I got the message. Maybe, maybe you had to I, live with maybe that. that's that's what I was interpreting. Mm. But um, do you reckon he still thinks about that moment? Yeah, probably every night. Probably <laughs> yeah. every night, and that's the reason why he's. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably uh, he haunts his dreams. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, so that's that's the story. And how do you end up begging your girlfriend to take you back? And who's your now wife? How did I do that? Yeah. Oh, she just felt sorry for me, I guess. When oh. I was, uh, um, really? <laughs> just, just crying and uh, vomiting. No uh, <laughs> cap. And, and I was just like, D -d -d "Don't leave me, please." Uh, Why was yeah. she gonna leave you in the first? She wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. It was, it was just, just drunk your leave. thoughts. Drunk it was just thoughts, your paranoia. So, yeah, yeah, it was just uh, drunk thoughts. Yeah, yeah, drunk. Just, she's like, she sat through that whole party, and I was just. She, she wasn't at the party. Oh, she wasn't. No. No, no, she was at home. She was at home while you were out partying and, yeah, yeah. with your yo-yos and your friends. Clapping contests. That was yeah. all in one night. Like, that was the one night. It all <laughs> happened in one night. Oh, shit. Just, no? like, that, just like that movie. <laughs> no. But no, this was just like a collection of things. Um, mm. The yo-yo story was another story. Oh. Uh, well, um, you've just... Crying, crying, which pretty much happens at every party that okay. I'm at. So that's... that's all right. Um, well, um... We've written a nice bit of fiction, I guess, based on truth, uh, yeah. about about this night. We envisaged it as one whole night. So we've given you a... So this is a script. Oh, yes, yes. Um, you'll be playing the part of Matt yourself, okay. and we'll be playing the other characters and your wife and whatnot around that. Uh, anyway, we've written a sketchy sketch about this night. I hope that script's all in the right order. It should be. <laughs> but I've given that... Right. But I stapled. We now uh, present Matthew Vaughan's party story. Interior house day. Matt and his girlfriend Greta are sitting across from each other in a dining room table. 
Greta, I hate to do this, and I want you to know that it's not you, it's me. I, I think, I think I'm in love with my barista, Natalie. I just had to ask her out. I'm sorry. You're, you're not seriously doing this, Matt. We have something special. So does Natalie. She is special. She has specials. S specials that she writes every day on a blackboard, usually with a witty, um, inspirational quote that really brightens up my day. I need to explore this while I'm young or I'll never know what could have been. Fine, Matt, you pig! If you want to run off with some coffee-slinging hoe, do it. I never want to see you again! We fade away as Matt and Greta argue. Interior. Uh, sippy sloppy caffeine cafe. Day. Matt strides into the cafe, spies Natalie, and slides by the counter to talk to her. Natalie! Hey, how's it going? Love today's quote. Carp DM. You know what that means? Uh, but instead of DM, it's coffee. Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, seizing the day, I'm single now. Oh, sorry to hear that. that. Sounds terrible. So just your usual? Extra strong mocha with a hint of chai? Uh, actually, I thought maybe we could go out sometime, but yeah, the mocha. Oh, oh, thanks. That's super cute, but I have a boyfriend. He's a DJ. Khaled. Khaled. I, I can't believe you're, you're dating DJ Khaled. <laughs> um, but we would always, but we'd always flirt. We had that flirty relationship. To be honest, Matt, I was only flirting with you for tips. Well, here's a tip. Don't play with people's hearts! <laughs> Matt breaks down and cries <laughs> right there and then. I've <laughs> 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 a huge mistake. <laughs> Looks like... No! Looks like I'm taking that mocha too. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Natalie gives him his coffee as Matt turns around and walks out, still yelling, Go! <laughs> Montage. Matt walking and crying in different locations. Walks on a beach alone on a cloudy day. Eats spaghetti alone in his apartment. Sees a rom-com at the movies. Yawns and goes to put his arm around someone, but no one is there. He cries and vomits after every cutaway. <laughs> Interior, Matt's apartment, two months later. Matt lays on a couch in an open robe, with pizza boxes, beer and tissues lying around himself in his apartment. Ross and Damien are confronting him. Damn it, Matt! You need to get out there! Shake your tail feather! Stella, get your groove back! Annie, get your gun! You know what I mean? No, you're just naming songs and movies. Best little whorehouse in Texas! Get Shorty! Get Carter! Get hard! Look, laying around your apartment, this isn't healthy. Ross is right, you need to get back out there. Denzel Washington. Throwing a party tonight, that new TV show launch, and you've been invited to it. Might as well get out of the apartment. Damien hands Matt an invite. His curiosity piked. He takes a look at it. Huh? I, I do have to get out of this row. I guess nothing would really cheer me up more than watching my peers in the industry succeed. Montage. <laughs> Matt looks at the mirror, puts on a smart casual shirt, sharp suit and pants. He's a boy ready to go out out on the town. Not before vomiting again. <laughs> Exterior, Mick Malloy's lunch party. Matt's walking close by Denzel Washington. His party when he sees Denzel on posters all along a picket fence. 
Oh, look at those posters. Gee. Denzel Washington. He's doing well. Matt stops by when he sees a cardboard cutout. Bruce Willis! Uh, gee, I, I knew he was doing well, but doing cardboard cutout well? Hmm. Matt continues walking and makes his way to the front door of his house. I'm happy for him. No harsh feelings whatsoever. Matt opens the door and enters the party. Once inside, he immediately sees Bruce Willis and boils over with rage. He <laughs> rushes over to him. These are not my words. I didn't write this. <laughs> hey, Bruce Willis! You fat fuck. Do you remember who I am, you fat fuck? I wrote the second season of The Wedge, you fat fuck. Hey, you hiring? No? Maybe do a sitcom called Fat Fuck. It's about a character that pretty much you you, you you don't have to act or have talent for it. You you sit around and act like a fat fuck, you fat fuck. Mate. I didn't write those words. <laughs> Mate. that's That sounds very similar to something we have in, in the pipeline. Bruce turns to talk to a producer just by his side. Did this guy get one of our spec scripts? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually currently doing a show like that, except it's called Fat Cunt. Um, but now that I think about it, they'd never let us say cunt on national TV, especially in the title. Yeah, You know what I think? I think we should call it Fat Fuck. That's my thoughts. That, thanks. Oh, you would go and run with my insult, you fat fuck. Again, I did not write this. <laughs> I do respect you. Mate, I was with you, but I'm beginning to think that this is not a pitch. I didn't even think this a bit malicious. Mean-spirited. No, wh why I be malicious and, and mean to the one and beloved Australia's number one fat fuck? Oh, thank God, mate. Well, I'm not great with confrontation. I'm really glad it's not that. Uh, it's good to see you here, man. Thanks for coming. I'm a big night. Really means a lot. Damien sees what Matt is doing and turns him away from Bruce direction. Mate, you can't go around calling Jennifer Lawrence. You're fat, but you can't get away with it. You're not fat. You're not allowed to make. You're only allowed to make skinny jokes or depressed jokes or I'm lonely jokes or my life's fucked jokes. Ever or everyone's more successful than me jokes and fart jokes. Everyone can enjoy those. Yeah, I agree with all that. <laughs> um, Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I just... Jennifer Lawrence? ...been all fat and fuck and think, damn, that's one fat fuck. <laughs> I did not see this script beforehand. I don't know if I would have approved it, but, but I'm here now and I will commit. Good, good. Come with me, everyone's outside playing Goon of Fortune. Exterior. Jennifer Lawrence? His house, backyard, night. Damien and Matt now outside. Party guests are standing under a clothesline with goon bags hanging above from them. Goon of Fortune? What's that? It's like Wheel of Fortune, except with Goon. And no baby John Burgess. Or Larry Edma? <laughs> Wait, so... So who's that over there? A baby John Burgess is crawling around the grass, making goo-goo-ga-ga sounds. Ah, uh, that's my sister's baby. Baby John Burgess. I tell you, my sister just keeps popping out these baby game show hosts. You don't even know what baby Larry Emder gets up to. Ah, oh, there he is. A baby Larry Ender crawls up to Damien as Damien scoops him up, opens up his shirt, and has baby Larry Ender suck on his nips. Yes, yes, little baby Larry. Give a suckle to your uncle's nip-nips. Baby Larry continues suckling on Damien's nippies as Damien turns to face Matt. Just the bond, you know? The bond you feel. You know. I... 
I don't know. Just a, just the connection you feel between babe and uncle. It's spiritual. Emotional. When his lips touch my nips, I finally feel like I understand motherhood. Okay, well, I'm going to go go that, uh, that, go get that goon game on. Not me. You go ahead. I don't want the goon infecting my precious boy nip milk. Matt joins the rest of the party goers as Ross stands on the table, addressing the people. So we all know the rules of the game, but for exposition's sake, goon bags are tied up on a clothesline, we pull the clothesline, and when we stop and the goon is over your head, you go take a swiggy sip. Now, spin that clothesline! Should probably not drink. Don't be stupid, everybody loves drinking. When I get drunk, bad things happen. Yeah, that's why we drink. So we can do bad things and have an excuse. Well, when I drink, I lift people upstairs. It gives me a rush and makes me feel like a strong man, a big boy. And it, it, it's a bad habit. I'm six years sober again, and I can't go chasing that dragon, lifting it up the stairs. You know who's not afraid of getting drunk and lifting people's spirits? Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm twice the lift of that fuck. That fuck is, give me that clothesline. <laughs> That's the spirit. Now time to drink some spirits. It's time to play Goon, Goon of Fortune. Goon of Fortune is sponsored by Nicotine. Nicotine, it'll give you cancer. Now let's meet our contestants. Matthew Vaughn. Totally fucked up his life after breaking up with his girlfriend for another woman who has no actual interest in him. What are you hoping to get out today's show, Matt? Getting totally pissed. Wonderful! Ross kisses Matt on the cheek in a hostly manner. That's a good cheek there. <laughs> Ross gives him another peck on the cheek. Good cheek, boy. <laughs> Ross once again pecks him on the cheek. That's a good cheek. A good cheek you got there, boy. Ross kisses Matt on the cheek again. Wow! What a cheek! <laughs> Ross once again kisses Matt on the cheek. Wonderful! Wonderful cheek you got there, boy. Ross gives him another kiss on the cheek. Mix things up. Ross gives Matt a kiss on his other cheek. Nope, not as good. Ross goes back to kissing Matt on the cheek he was kissing him on previously. That's my boy. Ross, Ross kisses Matt on his cheek again. That's my little cheek boy. Ross kisses Matt on the cheek. He, what a cheek. he added this in last night. I haven't seen this either. I think this is the best part. Keep going, Ross. There's five more pages of that. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Ross, Ross kisses Matt on the cheek. Quite the cheek you got there, boy. <laughs> Ross kisses Matt on the cheek once again. What's in this cheek? It's a good cheek, boy. <laughs> Ross kisses Matt on the cheek again. He then pulls the side of Matt's face closer to his mouth. I swear, if you get anyone else to kiss that cheek, anyone else, I will ruin you. This is my cheek. This is my cheek now, boy. My cheek. You don't go, you don't go getting kisses from other people on the cheek. The other cheek, sure thing. That's a bad cheek. A shit cheek. But that other cheek, that's mine. You hear me? You fucking hear me? My cheek. My fucking cheek. Russ lets go and turns to camera. Let's play Goon of Fortune. That Exterior. Was, that was amazing. <laughs> I would have cut everything else in the That's good, Ross. Well done. Keep going. Exterior backyard, Mick Malloy's house. Several goons and sips of goon later. No, no, no. It's fine. It'll be fine. Just lift me up the stairs like old types. No, no John, I can't. 
Would you feel more comfortable if I passed out and then you carried me? <laughs> yeah, maybe. John immediately passes out. My sponsor's not going to be happy about this. Matt lifts up John and begins carrying him. He makes his way back into the house. Once he reaches the staircase, he very cautiously makes his way up, still holding passed out John. We're almost at the top, buddy. Matt almost reaches the final step on the staircase. He then slips and falls, and he and John fall down the stairs. Matt is okay as John's body cushions his fall. John's head, however, has been split open and is bleeding everywhere. Matt gets up, disoriented, and looks over John's body. Oh, my God. What have I done? I found a permanent marker. Free! Matt grabs a permanent marker lying just beside John's head. Damien enters the room. Baby Larry and Emta still suckling his nipple. Is John okay? He's better than okay. As I was walking up the stairs, I thought, thought of this great joke. Then he falls down, and, and I didn't really have much to do with that part, but, but he lands next to a permanent marker just as I want to write it down. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, oh and it's red. Neato. Oh, wait, it's black. That's just John's head blood still, though. <laughs> Matt begins drunkly stumbling his way out of the house. I've got to write this joke down, and then I've got to get back to my girlfriend. I've got to get her back. That, that's, that's what I've got to do. Exterior police station night. Matt is drunkly stumbling by. Greta, Greta Gerwig, and the other Greta that I know her as well. Greta! When, he's, when he sees a police car. Oh man, police. This is uh, perfect. The joke was about the cops and police brutality. God works in mysterious ways. This police car will serve as a perfect, dare I say, vehicle for my comedy. <laughs> I said it. M uh, Matt pulls out the texture from his pocket and begins writing his joke on the cop car. I should put my name on there as well so that they know that, you know, where this uh, joke is, where, where the joke has come from. Uh, so I get credit for it. It's all about exp exposure in this industry. That's what helps. Selena Gomez. That fat fuck. Again, I didn't write this. I should also put my phone number in case they want to call to, to compliment me how funny this joke is. Uh, and my address in case they want to mail me a cheque and my bank account details in case they want to do an online transfer. After I write this down, I'll get back to be getting so much business, they'll be wanting to financially compensate me to no end. Matt walks off, proud of what he's just accomplished. Exterior Greta's house, night. Matt stands outside, a song playing through his phone speakers. It's I Want You Back by Take That. He throws a stone at her window to get her attention. The window shatters. What do you want, you dumb fuck? Why'd you just break my damn window at 3am, damn it? Leave me alone. I, I, thought, I just thought the song would explain it. I can't hear any damn song. It's really loud. You have it right next to your ear on speaker. Oh, right. It's been a long night. Can I come in and just, just explain? Fine. Interior, Greta's living room. Matt is groveling on the ground while Greta looks down at him, annoyed. Please, I want you back for good. Don't, don't leave me now. I have nothing left. My, my career's ruined. I ain't... Barney the Dinosaur! That affable burden on Australia's entertainment industry. I ruined all my friendships. After I drank Goon and dropped John down a flight of stairs, I think John's dead. I, d I don't know, I didn't check, I just looked down and thought, that's brutal. Then, <laughs> then a thought of the, of the police uh, brutality joke, and, and I found the Sharpie and had to run with it. I wanted, 
I'm wanted by the police, probably. Look, they, they kept texting me. Matt gets his phone from his pocket and shows Greta. <clears throat> I, d I don't even know how they got my number. All, all I did was uh, make a really funny police brutality joke, and weirdly enough, they did, didn't have enough of a sense of humour about their abusive powers. Please take me back. I don't, I don't know what to say, Matt. Please, oh please, God, please, oh please. I can play the song again if it will help. No, I get it. Well, you're clearly at your worst now. I guess that means I damn well deserve you at your best. Matt turns to face the camera, talking to the audience real Ferris Bueller-like. Yes, I Marilyn Monroe her. What she doesn't know is this is me at my best. They embrace on the couch, Greta grabs a blanket and turns on the TV. Sounds like you had one hell of a night. You know what, I'm glad to have you back. Don't forget to tune in next week for the premiere of Tom Hanks' new TV sitcom, Fat Fuck. It'll have your sides splitting and containing more stitches than a turducken. Uh, I came up with that turducken thing, though. That's fucking stupid, but the fact... Oh, what, what is this line? <laughs> I, I basically yell at the TV because... Tim Burton. Yeah, I stole my joke. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't get away with fat jokes, silly. You can only get away with depressed ones, skinny ones, lonely ones. Trails are thin. Executive producers, Harvey Weinstein, Bob Weinstein. All the Weinsteins. All the Weinsteins. So, uh, aside from risking your career by yelling Bill in the sketch, how huh, we're pretty accurate, right? There's word for word. Word for word. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Thoughts um, thoughts on the sketch. You obviously love the cheek kissing bit the most. The that was kissing, clear. That was good. Um, uh, yeah. You reckon it should have been ten more pages of that? <laughs> I, w I probably would have gone with that. Um, forget all the other stuff. The made up um, joke about graffiti on the cop car. Forget that. Um, <laughs> uh, what the? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like what else was there? I mean, I could give you notes. This is what I do as as my day job. <laughs> Uh, if you want. Um, yeah, sure. So if you're um, going to make this, probably for children's TV, I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> I would probably take out the part where I call uh, Brad that fuck over and over again. <laughs> okay. okay, that deserves yeah. subtracts yeah. like seven minutes. That'll <laughs> live it. I mean, but, I mean, that'll expand the reach yeah. of the channels we can approach. The, the other point that I wanted to make is that there was a line where it said that I had a messy apartment and had uh, pizza boxes and beer, mm. beer cans and tissues everywhere. That's... that. Is, is a lie. I'm, oh. I'm a very neat boy. Oh. Um, so there you go. I'm, I was probably more hurt about that than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm right on the money everywhere else, but I go out of my way to ensure I live a clean lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, very good. I do feel a bit bad, and um, I, I have a lot of emotion. This is pretty much what it was like uh, making Cat Seat Blues, right? <laughs> Where um, I... Uh, there's a lot of lot of things going in my head, a lot of regrets. <laughs> <laughs> regretting doing this podcast, regretting telling oh. telling you guys this story. Thanks for nothing. See, that was another episode of Late Night Party Boys. That was Matthew Seaborn from Touch by an Angle Grinder, Catsick Blues. The second season of The Wedge. There's all, all the that stuff. See, you barely noticed. You barely noticed that uh, little intrusion yeah, that, that yeah. occurred out of his panic that he would not be able to feed his family. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. Catch you next time.